Hi, it's Maddie Soul, your rebel guide to living a life of freedom abroad, bringing you an episode of Roaming the Now, where entrepreneurs, coaches, and mentors come together to give you a behind-the-scenes look at the real and raw experience of setting out to a new country and building a life and business abroad. If you're curious about your unique personality while living abroad, take the Living Abroad Persona Quiz at quiz.connectwithmarisol.com to discover your unique living abroad persona type. Make sure to like and subscribe to Roaming the Now. Enjoy! Hello, this is Mari Sol, your host of Roaming the Now, and today I have Caroline with me, who's joining us from Mexico City. Woo! Woo! Hola, Desilda de Mexico! <laughs> yes! We love, we love a local from Mexico, because I'm in Mexico. <laughs> So this episode is going to be a little bit more in the flow as me and Caroline really want to talk about intuition and and synchronicity because both of our stories of coming to Mexico really follow this this deep gut knowing, this intuitive knowing of this is a move that I need to make. And so with that, I would love for you to share what what have been synchronicities led to you being in Mexico? Okay, such a good question. And hi, everyone. I'm Carolyn Stein. I'm a messaging and storytelling coach for female business owners from the United States, grew up in Connecticut, lived in New York City for the past 13 years, and now I live in Mexico City. So it's funny how things work out. It is funny how things work out. And I feel like we were talking about this prior to recording, you know, it's so easy to look back on things and see how they connect the dots in hindsight, but what was, re- what was required of us in the moment when we weren't sure what was happening next or when or how was that level of faith, that level of trust. Um, and I think that's what allows us to ultimately receive things, you know, on our highest and best and most abundant timeline, right? Um, so I, last year, was living in Brooklyn with my partner, my long-term partner. We had a beautiful apartment in Fort Greene. And... Speaking of intuition, that relationship ended end of August, beginning of September in 2022, and deciding that I was going to follow that deep knowing that had been bubbling up within me that this just, this relationship was complete and was not the the long-term aligned compatible life partner that I was seeking was probably perhaps my biggest act of intuition to date. Um, Because... This was somebody I loved very much and he loved me very much. We were very much in love. We had probably by society standards, a really great relationship and 99% of people would have gotten married, would have stayed in that relationship. But what I realized through my own, you know, journey the past five, six years to, to listen to myself more and to give myself the space and the solitude and the quiet to really be with what was coming through so that I could, you know, collapse all of the gaps in my life and life and see where I was living in alignment and where I wasn't and where I wanted to lean more into that, um, that intuition, intuition and alignment and truth. I just had this like deep knowing in my being that like, it was the time to set each other free. And he and I had a lot of, you know, communication around this, um, and ultimately ended up being on the same page. It was like a very mutual completion. It wasn't even a breakup. It was a completion of our relationship. We ended things with a really beautiful completion ceremony. It's truly in hindsight, I think one of the most precious gifts, if not the most precious gift that we gave each other. Um, and it was a, an experience of a lot of clarity for me. Like that relationship, both the being in it and the ending provided so much clarity for me. And I'm so grateful. Um, and at that point I was like, okay, I'm gonna move out of our apartment. 
And I had no intention of leaving New York City, let alone moving to another country, like truly not in my plane of consciousness at all. And I moved, um, I moved in, I was staying with some friends in Brooklyn, trying to figure out what my next move was. And I literally kept waking up with this voice in my head saying, go to Mexico City. And I was like, um, <laughs> what was that? Excuse me. <laughs> I was like, literally, what even? Not expecting this in any way, shape or form, but it was this consistent, like, inner pay paying and knowing. And I know what that feels like. I know what that feels like. And so I had a choice to make, a very clear choice to make. I could either listen or not listen. And in my world, especially at the place I'm in in my life right now, I was like, we listen to our intuition. You know, this is what we do. So I made the decision to go to Mexico City, not knowing a soul there, not knowing why. Um, but I decided to go home and stay with my parents for a few weeks in the month of October. My mom um, was diagnosed with cancer last year and she was going through treatment and it ended up being such a gift and a byproduct of this whole process that I got to spend quality, normal lifetime with her those weeks. So beautiful. So grateful for that. And last week in October, I booked a flight to Mexico City and I booked an Airbnb for two months. And I was like, well, we'll see. So we'll see. Universe, I'm open to receiving whatever I'm meant to receive through this experience because clearly I'm being guided here and I don't know why and I don't know what for but the choice is essentially to trust myself or not and I think when I trust myself like that's the the piece of us that's directly connected to spirit so me trusting myself is ultimately me trusting God is me trusting sources me trusting the universe however you identify so I come down to Mexico City I'm like do 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 okay great like could eat some tacos I don't know what's gonna happen um and within two days of being in this place, I, I was just, I had this like profound feeling that this was my home. I was like, oh, I'm supposed to be here. I'm supposed to live here. This is my home. And since being here and trusting that the larger intuitions that brought me here, I feel like it's just unleashed this cascade of synchronicity and harmony and peace and abundance in my life that I could never have anticipated. And even if I had planned or, or, you know, tried to put some cerebral thought around what was going to happen when I was here, the best case scenario, I could never have written it as good as the way it's actually played out. And that's how I ended up in Mexico City. Yes, it, it sounds really, it's, it's similar and different to how I ended up here because, so very clearly I came here in July of 2021. I hadn't been here in like 10 years. Like, and I have family here, like, cause that's ancestrally, like, this is, this is where my roots come back. So, um, but I had, it was interesting. I remember being in the airport returning, like it was first couple days of August. It was like August, it was eight, eight, nine. So I spent eight, eight here. And I, if everyone, I feel like everyone knows I'm very spiritual and eight, eight is like the Lionsgate portal, right? Like it's the day that like you manifest and everything. And that day, like the universe had like kind of conspired and put me in a situation that I would never have expected. And I just remember being like, wow, like today's a big day. And wow, like I'm in people, places, and things that I wouldn't have expected. And all of this feels really just like, I don't have words, but it just feels like I feel in my body. I feel like this is it. And I remember being in the airport super early because the Mexican airport, see the Mexico airport is just, you got to get there early. <laughs> <laughs> I second I have to say. <laughs> You have to get there early, everyone. You just you have to, okay? Like I know they say like two hours, but honestly, the jail starts at two and a half, three hours. <laughs> Spend the night there the night before. It's fine. Sleep on the floor. Twelve hours. 
totally. <laughs> and I remember getting up and going to the gate and it was like, I don't want to leave home. Like, I don't, I don't want to leave. And it was like the first time I had ever felt that sense of home because, you know, I, I lived across like the West Coast and, you know, home was Washington State. I lived in San Francisco, California, like technically like that was home, but I had never known like that feeling of home until that time in the airport. And then I was like, Ooh, this is a juicy discovery. Let's see what happens. And then <laughs> I returned to the U S and then, as I always say, I had a really amazing coach mentor who told me, um, you know, like nature, like if you think about the divine feminine, like nature cycles, like it destroys things, right? But it destroys things so that it can come back stronger. Or it can go through that cleansing process that's necessary. So that is what I realized coming to Mexico and having that sense of home was really the catalyst for it was that it was that Cali Durga, like, you know, Cali Durga energy, like it, it was the, the divine feminine destroying things that were not real. And that's like something that has been a really big part of, of my journey is just realizing all the different places and, and, you know, where I've moved or where I am, it does have this very strong energy of like, it, things are going to be destroyed and things are going to change. But this is because these things are not your truth. These things are not in alignment with who you really are. Mm, that's so beautiful and so profound. And I feel that so much because I think we often think about the the divine feminine is kind of this like creatrix energy, right? Like creation, birth, like that whole process. But I think we forget that the that doesn't happen without the death and the the stripping away of like it's almost like the the burning away of like this this almost purification process through the feminine. Like the feminine, when you're in your power and your feminine burns away anything that's not truth, right? Um, and that can be quite uncomfortable sometimes, especially as you're, you know, being in, being in that situation in the day-to-day -day of your life. It's, you know, what needs to be burned away, what needs to be let go of, what needs to be released in order to step into the next place, the fullness of my being, you know, the next higher path, X, Y, Z. Um, and it's such a powerful process because I think through that, we create the space in our lives to receive what's next and what's new and like all that we desire. Um, and so it can be a bit of a tender and uncomfortable process, but I think there's just so much growth and clarity and alignment that comes from it. It's, it's entirely essential. It is like a process of, of truth and getting closer to truth, right? Yes, 100%. I was, I was talking to someone yesterday who was like a, a psychic, she'll be on the podcast, too, but she's a psychedelic facilitator and she lives wow. in Costa Rica. And so she like, yeah, she was so cool. She like took the call and like showed me her like beautiful, like mountain, like jungle porch. And I was like, wow this is so beautiful. I love this. Um, but we were talking because she was, she was talking to me about like some work she's been doing. And I was explaining to her how, yeah, I feel like it's this work of getting comfortable being uncomfortable because when you opt into the path of evolution and growth, it's either you are in that space of settling into this new way of being and that's uncomfy or you're unearthing those things that are getting in the way of your new way of being. And that's uncomfy. So it's kind of learning, as I would say, dancing in the duality, like dancing in the duality of I'm not quite that person anymore and I'm not quite this person, but I'm moving that way. And when I get there, I'm going to change again. 
Yeah, it's always just, I think it always really comes back to like, how are we holding ourselves through all of the experiences of life? Um, I think it's so easy to hold ourselves well through the high moments and through the receiving of what we desire and through the moments of of love and yes and ease and flow and abundance and X, Y, Z. And those are all beautiful, beautiful things that we get to have access to and not here saying, you know, life is one big struggle. But um, I think it's how we hold ourselves through the moments of transition, through the moments of burning away, through the moments of the light being shined in our lives. Um, on what we need to let go of, what's not in alignment for us, how we how we can anchor into a strong inner world um, and create safety from within us and create home within us that we start to feel these manifestations truly outside of us. Yeah, 100%, like feeling it within first and then it like manifests, which I I feel like it sometimes get lost in translation. Like everyone's like, I need to do, I need to be the, I need to do, 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 do this. But if we're thinking about this, actually, you need to embody what it is that you desire to receive. And that's why I always tell people like when they're planning their lives around looking at them, like let's not plan your life around the currency values. I want you to think about who do you want to be in five years? Who does like, what, what do they value? What's important to them and act in alignment with that version of yourself because your current values are what got you to your current state. And there's nothing wrong with that. And some of them trickle over, but I'm very big on like the person who is here right now is, is going to evolve and change into the person that's going to get you to the future. So why don't we tap into that energy? Because I do believe like there's not really this whole separation between like your highest self or like your current self or like your, you know, you know how there's that distinction. What is it? Is um, I feel like there's that distinction between your highest self and your current self. And I'm very much so, well, no, like you are already your highest self and you are your current self. So it's just what energy are you going to act into? Like, what are you going to choose? And I feel like on that topic of receiving, since I know that you talk about this a lot, I would love to hear your journey with receiving, like, especially as being in a foreign country and really just being open to receiving, like what's coming to you. That's such a great question. I mean, I think receiving is about like being really rooted in and anchored in our feminine, right? Like receiving is the ultimate feminine activity, I believe. Um, and it's also very much the antithesis of, I think, I, I mean, I can only speak for myself, but the antithesis of my conditioning and so much of the Western world and even thinking about in inhabiting a city like New York City for 13 years where so much of the energy, the energy, the energy is on doing and not only doing, but doing at such a high level and so consistently, right? Efforting, pushing, forcing, pushing through. What's the next goal? What's the next goal? What's the next goal? That's the antithesis of receiving, right? And I think that we can receive through doing. We That absolutely is a pathway to receiving, right? Um, it's the equivalent of me and my coaching business. If I'm like, oh, I want to receive X amount of money. I'm going to create the offer. I'm going to DM all these people. I'm going to do, 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 do. But I think that the receiving that I'm interested in is the feminine aligned lean back of receiving as well. Sometimes doing is necessary. I'm not anti-doing. There's a place for everything. But I think that so much of receiving too is what am I allowing? What am I being? And thus calling in from that place. And also knowing that you're not doing it alone. You know, we are not creating. We are co-creating with, you know, a higher power. We are essentially, I once heard it called, I think this was the phrase used, um, you are a cooperative component 
in all of your desires and all of your receiving with the divine, right? Like we are simply, once we have a desire and once we are feeling it in our whole body, embodying it, if you will, we are activating this kind of cooperative component to help us, um, to help share resources and inspiration and have people and XYZ come into our lives to bring that into fruition. It already exists, right? It's just receiving it in this plane, in this moment. Um, and I think if that's not magic, I don't know what is. And I think that's just the most beautiful thing to decide to be an active participant of in life. Yeah. Being like the, like being, there's like this analogy that I had, like a mentor, like if you think of life is like the river. So, so like the, so the magic of the universe is like the river. Okay. And obviously like we're in like a little boat, right. And it, we have a paddle. And so we get to that state of co-creating with the universe. We're not going against the current. We're not trying to move against the current faster. We're following where the current is taking us. So we are an active participant. We're aware of where we're going, but we're not fighting against where it's going. And I, I feel like as you were telling me like earlier with receiving, like with your living situation, how you were very open to that. And even with me, like I made a, I made a, a I made a decision and I took an action and then I received it in the most beautiful way, like my homes, like there needs to be this sense of openness to this is what I'm putting out. And I'm open in the way that it's going to come through because I trust that that is the best way. Yeah. And this is where it's like, how are you holding yourself in the unknown? Just bringing it full circle to that conversation earlier, because we have to be able to hold this vision for what we desire without knowing the how or the when, right? With, you know, being so in belief of that and so anchored into that vision and like moving as if, as you said, while also saying, this is going to take the amount of time it takes and it's okay either way. Whenever I like receive this, I know it is fully inevitable and I am here walking with and, and dancing with and in service of that desire every day. Um, the, my participation in the co-creation of this and the receiving isn't contingent on what day it comes through for me. Cause that's actually not up to me. Yes, it's not. And I feel like that, like the way you explain that, like it's so clear and so like poignant because really it's not up to us. Like we can do, and this is why I always say, like, if you want to travel or you want to stay somewhere long-term or even just starting a business, like entrepreneurship, like you are going through what you need to go through to prepare you for what you're going to receive. And yeah, I was, I was having a conversation with a mentor and like, we always talk about this, like, you know, um, it's a capitalistic saying from Karen Burke, like you reveal the most light by going through the dark. And I feel like that can be so like translatable to building a business because you don't always see results right away. You don't. And you learn and you learn and you learn and you're going to hit your time when it's your time. But it you don't really, I'm noticing more and more as I go on my journey and talk to others, like you don't get to really decide that. All you can do is show up consistently in what you desire or even traveling, right? Like for me, I got here, not sure how I was going to stay here. Uh, I had to work on like my paper. I had to like go on a scavenger hunt to like where my dad was actually born. But it was like this whole like, ancestral healing thing because my dad had never been to where he was born so we like ventured all the way there he got to see where he was born his birth certificate didn't end up being there so it was kind of yeah it was like it was this whole story but I remember being in that process like when am I gonna have like the birth certificate so I can start my process and this and that and I remember always having to just like calm myself down of like this is gonna happen when it's meant to happen and just trust it it's all going to work out and it's going to happen when it's meant to happen. But these are things outside of your control. And it did happen, you know, in the most like surprising, easy, seamless way. It happened really quickly when it was all done. 
but I had to go through that process of learning to wait to, for what I want and for what I want to receive. Mm, yes. To so, so many, I'm like, there's so many ways, so many directions we could go off of this. One thing I do have to say though, because you were, you know, referencing the beginning of your business, X, Y, Z. I swear, and I say this to my clients all the time, consistency is the unsexy and unsung hero of growing a successful business. And it is what no one wants to hear. Everybody wants the silver bullet, the get rich quick, the scales from zero to six figures in like two months. The hack is showing up consistently, showing up consistently. And that goes for, you know, business and these endeavors that we were just talking about. And also how are we showing up for ourselves consistently again and holding ourselves through these moments, um, which spans all of life, right? Whether it's the the money, the relationship, the friendships, the whatever, like whatever we're desiring, whatever our visions are holding, whatever our dreams are, like, how are we, how are we moving with the vision? How are we moving with the unknown and saying, no matter how much time it takes, I'm here for myself and I'm showing up in service of what I desire. And I know that because I desire it, all of the components already exist to make it a reality. Mm -hmm. Simply going to receive it at precisely the right time. And thank you so much. I am already in gratitude for that because gratitude is the energetic signature of receiving. Yes, that's so juicy. And I love what you said because this is so true. Consistency is like the most unsexy thing, but it's literally the ingredient for everything. No one wants to hear that. No one, they want me to lean in and be like, here's the secret to making a million dollars. Are you ready? There isn't one. There literally isn't one. (laughs) Just putting it out there. I think this is really important because if you are like someone who wants to step into entrepreneurship, having your own business, you want to get to that place where you can travel freelance, like that's the magic secret. Be consistent. It's not sexy. It's not always fun, but be consistent and find a way that that works for you. That like is embodied for you. Like for me, I really found that my being consistent was really just focused on building connections and community. And the minute I really leaned into that, all the things really started shifting and coming into place just when it comes to using social media for business. Because I was like, coming from this place that, you know, I was taught, but I was like, I don't know if this is me. Hmm. I'm just going to keep being consistent. I'm going to keep being consistent. And as I'm consistent, what's going to show up is going to show up. And I'm sure you can attest to this um, as being a messaging coach. Like whenever I talk to new coaches, they're, you know, oh, social media, this and that. I'm like, well, you need time to find your brand voice. And you're not going to find your brand voice unless you show up and you're messy and you're just yourself. And, and that's something that I always did from the get-go. Um, there's some placements in my, you know, people design astrology that make it really easy for me to do that. But I've noticed that like the more messy I am with showing up or just like throwing ideas, you know, kind of just like, this is how I want to show up and this is what I want to do. The more I have gotten very clear on this is my voice on the social media platform. Yeah, I love that so much. I think that I think there are a couple of really important points, things I want to highlight there that you said that I'm just in so much agreement with. And the first one I think is, you know, when we talk about consistency, it's not showing up consistently as your coach shows up or as somebody you perceive to be doing well in your feed shows up or XYZ, how you've been taught. Like all of life and and especially in this circumstance, like requires our discernment and our discernment is based around our alignment, our intuition. So it's showing up consistently in the way that 
feels good for us with, you know, an offer that we are obsessed with and lights us up and a message that is like so juicy and expressed for us and speaks directly to as it and is in service of the people who we're here to serve, right? Like those are the ingredients and that looks different for everyone. And that's where, again, tapping into ourselves, being at home within ourselves is what helps us to know when we're on the right path there. And the rest of it is, you know, we show up consistently with the invitation and there's so much learning and curiosity and openness and play and experimentation along the way. And we're constantly receiving inputs. And that's where we get to refine and tweak from. We don't, you know, from the beginning prior to launching our offer have like perfect niche, perfect message that doesn't exist. Like it's all iterative. And it's something that we get to like be in process of as we evolve and grow as our business evolves and grow. Like what a beautiful thing. Yes. Yes. And just like to echo what you're saying, because this is really juicy. I was talking to my dad the other day. My dad's been an entrepreneur like all my life. So (laughs) (laughs) all my life. So um, I was talking to him and I was telling him about an idea and like a strategy. He goes, are you really experimenting if you're attaching an outcome to it? And I was like, oh, dad. (laughs) Mic drop. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that can go for business or for traveling or for life. Like, if you're attaching an expectation to it or you're attaching and you know, like it's not really experimenting because you're, you're mentally expecting something to happen. And I feel mm-hmm. like you miss out on the magic, right? Like you miss out on the magic of seeing what works for you in your business, or you miss out on the magic of being in the present moment when you're traveling or living somewhere new because there's an attached expectation. Hmm. Yeah. And I think this goes back to, I think so much of like the, the energetic game, if you will, that is the, is the cooperative component to like the offer that lights us up to the messaging to the consistency xyz like so much of the energetic game of business is again how we're holding ourselves what stories and beliefs are we choosing to what stories are we choosing to tell ourselves that we essentially hardwire into a belief system that becomes an expectation of what's going to happen in any circumstance right like are our limiting beliefs going to become our negative expectation of a circumstance or are our positive at like, you know, positive beliefs in infinite possibility, essentially not attached to an outcome going to become positive expectation and circumstances, not of a certain number of people coming in the door by this date in order to be successful or this amount of money by this date in order to be successful, but positive expectation of the highest and best of all involved, knowing that we are a cooperative component and knowing that time exists to serve us, there is like, you know, I once heard it called, I think like the buffer of time theory. I'm going to paraphrase this um, and attempt to do so in a succinct way. But the idea that like, yes, thank you so much. It is so good that all of our desires don't manifest instantly. That time exists so that we don't live in a state of total chaos and we get to be okay with this desire, this dream coming to life, the receiving of it at exactly the right moment. Again, knowing there is intelligence in that. Yes, so much. Yes, it reminds me of this whole idea of nature. So, um, I did. I, I worked with a mentor, and they really just told me, like, you are not separate from nature. You are one with nature. Does a plant grow all the time? No, it doesn't. It has its seasons. And so, the more we understand we are not separate from nature, we are one within nature. The more we can really tap into the wisdom that lies within nature to teach us about how we go through our cycles. And you know, to what you're saying, if everything manifests all the time, imagine if nature just was sprouting all the time. Like what? You know, I have this idea of like overgrowth of flowers. Crazy. <laughs> it wouldn't be sustainable. Um, so that's really kind of this more idea. And something that I've been playing with a lot lately is I'm not separate from nature, I'm one with nature, and nature has its cycles and I have my cycles. 
but I don't go out in nature and like yell at trees and they're like, you're not growing fast enough, you know? I don't go out and yell at trees. I don't like, I don't look at the puppies that are growing right now and say, you need to be walking faster. You need to be doing this. I understand they have their timeline. And so there's, it kind of really brings us back full circle to what you're saying, our timeline. Yeah. Like the, that's New York City energy too. Like picture me tapping my foot right now. Like, hurry up. Come on. Tick, 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 tock. Right? Like, who is that actually helping? I don't think it's us and I don't think it's anyone else that we come into contact with. And it's also, I think this is where we get to like pause and notice and have awareness that that's like completely a construct and something that we get to choose to opt into or opt out of. And like, that's where our power lies, right? It's like, how are we holding ourselves in our energy independent of any circumstances that are happening around us in our lives at any given moment? Yeah, it comes down to choice. Truly, truly, like, we are co-creating with a higher power and free will exists. I think it's a both and. Mm-hmm. No, it really does. And that was, if that, what you said just reminds me of, of a statement that I like, always is just in my head. So it's the past was destiny. So you can't do anything about the past. The past is mm-hmm. done, it's over. The present is a gift. So it's called a present, right? And the future is free will. And it's what we do in the present moment that starts to shape what the future is going to be. But the future is free will. Because people get really stuck on like, you know, things are fixed. And I really don't believe that. At any moment, you can change your life with the choices that you make. Like, I had no idea I'd end up in Mexico living here as a business. I'm sure you did it. No, if you, like, if you had told me a year ago I would be living in Mexico, I'd be like, and this guy's orange, like, haha, okay. <laughs> That's literally what I always tell everyone. I'm like, if you would have told me at the beginning of this year, if you would have told me at the beginning of 21, by the end of this year, you're going to be living in Mexico, I'd have been like, haha, like, where are you? Like what? Like what? <laughs> no, not possible at all. But I think that's what happens when you're just open to the possibility, open to the possibilities of, of listening to that pain. I always think of it as like a doorbell, like you know, someone's ringing your doorbell. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And how many times, like, or I can only speak for myself, but how many times in my life, I was like, I'm busy. Come back later. And it was like, it was opportunity. It was magic. It was surprise knocking at the door. And now I'm like, it is my job to answer the door. And like, that's our intuition, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I didn't listen to my intuition, I was really sad and I was really like frustrated and I was really sad. I just I was just really sad. But I mean, as you just said, I was, I wasn't open to the magic of the life. I wasn't open to the, you know, we're all intuitive. We all, and so I wasn't open to listening to myself. And so because of that, I was basically shutting the door on experiencing the magic of life that it has to offer because I just wasn't listening, which is okay. That's like part of my path, right? And what I learned. But yeah, I mean, when I imagine my life back when I didn't listen to my intuition, I was like, yeah, I was just sad. I was just sad. Yeah. And I think this connects back really well to like a beautiful analogy or metaphor you made earlier about if we're choosing to like allow ourselves to be pulled forward by the current or if we're kind of paddling against it, right? Um, I know for me, for most of my life, I'm 35, I'm about to turn 36. For most of my life, I was fighting against the current and it just felt hard and it didn't feel fulfilling. It didn't feel satisfying and I didn't feel connected to myself or anything greater. And when I think about, you know, especially in the coaching world, I feel like the word ease is thrown around a lot. We love that word in marketing. Yes, ease, easeful, easy. Um, And it doesn't mean that things are always easy. They're not. 
there's a difference there. I want to make that distinction, but there is a sense of ease to working with instead of against all that is and allowing myself to receive and be pulled forward by that energy and to dance with it and to allow myself to be inspired by it as opposed to feeling like I'm just fighting against the current and swimming or, you know, I want to ride the wave. So I have to create the wave. We, I don't think we have to create the wave. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to. And with that being said, and I'm just thinking if there's someone listening who is, who's getting ready to maybe follow the thing or is thinking about following the thing and going into business for themselves, because that is really what allows you to have the freedom. That's why I always say like, okay, if you're going to work with me, we're either starting a business or you're learning how to freelance because if you want the freedom, that comes with the self-employment. A little scary, but I promise you, you'll get comfortable with it. So what would you share with someone who's getting ready to either follow this leap or is kind of considering it? Oh, that's such a good question. And I, I also want to say too, like this isn't for everyone and you're not wrong if you don't want to be an entrepreneur XYZ. I'm like, you you know your highest path. Um, and again, that's going to allow you to be pulled forward wherever that is, whatever you're doing. Um. I think that alignment is the first thing, like you really creating the space and the solitude and the quiet to sit with yourself and be like, who am I? What am I here to do? Who am I here to serve? What do I desire? Because I think that those are all cooperative components, right? Like, I don't think our desires are separate from like the service we're here to do. I think that like, especially in this world and the work that we do, like it, it gets to be so intertwined and mutually beneficial. Um, like it benefits us. It benefits the people we're working with. It benefits the collective. Like it's a win for everyone. Right. Um, so I think that you getting really clear and making a decision that no matter what happens, like you're good with yourself you're good with yourself, you're anchored into yourself, you feel safety, you know, you feel connected to yourself to, you know, whatever your higher power is. Um, and you're creating from that place, you're creating from that place, not going on social media and saying, okay, this is what all of the big coaches are doing, or I have to launch a one on one offer, because that's what you do, not doing it from a place of should, but coming back to and starting from a place of a place of soul, I think is probably the most beneficial thing you can do. And what I think a lot of people do it the other way. And like a year, two years, multiple years later, end up coming back to this. Um, and again, all part of the journey, right? Like all part of the journey, it's not wrong. But I think that if you can start out from that place, you are 50 steps ahead of the game. Yes. I cannot echo what you just said enough because I was one of the first like people that I did start off with like, how do I do this? How do I do that? But because that was what was being taught to me, right? But underneath the surface, there was all this work that needed to be done around creating safety for myself. What is actually the way that I want to express myself? What is me? Like, what is my message? And so I do 100% believe the best thing you can do if you want to either, you know, get into this, you know, the entrepreneurship space is really know who you are. What do you stand for? Yeah, this is literally something my group program expressed. I was just saying to them the other week during our first session, I was like, the messaging work we are going to do and like the work on just like refining positioning your offers is going to like last you and serve you throughout your entire business. It's really important. And none of this works, none of this serves you if this isn't the offer that you're here and meant to create. If you're just like putting something out there because you want to make money or think you should, it doesn't work on an energetic level, right? And again, it's going to be that like forcing, pushing energy and you're going to be selling and working against resistance throughout the entire process, right? Like it has to, the offer, the call has to come from within first. And then the messaging and refining work that we do is like the kerosene on the fire and just like 
allows everything to be magnetic and you to receive through the channels of your offers. Yes. So good. So juicy. And I think, and I always think back to like, cause when I look at you, I, I'll, I'll have, I'll have Carolyn share her social media, but when you see Carolyn show up on social media, like her, her energy is there. Like she's showing up with her full energy. And this is why I always tell people we get so caught up in the head, but at the end of the day, we're instinctual beings, we're energetic beings. I feel your energy. And what makes me want to work with someone? I feel their energy being invested in it. You know, obviously it depends on what I'm looking for at the time. However, usually it is, I feel the energy of the person being so invested in what they're sharing with me and like, it's there. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's, that's the connection piece for me, which I feel like a lot of people don't highlight that. So thank you so much. Oh my gosh, of course. And like my vibe is I'm obsessed with my work. I'm obsessed with my clients. I'm obsessed with what I offer. I would do it for free. It's like, if you are ready and only you know that, like come and play in my world, it'll be for the highest and best of all involved. And like, I can't fucking wait to serve you. Amazing. See, this is the energy. <laughs> this is the energy that sets you apart when you're in the online space or in any space. And I, I, even, I, I cannot echo to you enough. When I was coaching on career, I used to tell them all the time, what is the energy that you're going into the interview with? What is your energy? No matter what it is, career, business, even just relationships, what is the true energy that you have as your underlying baseline current? And that's going to be what, what is you're going to bring into your fields. And this is why like the nervous system work and just having a lot of awareness around you as a holistic person is so important. So with that being said, thank you so much. It was so beautiful to have this connection and conversation. I will make sure to include all of Caroline's links um, in the description below. And until next time, this is Maddie Soul signing off um, from Roaming the Now to our next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Roaming the Now. And until next time, make sure to like and subscribe if you found some value in this episode and check out the links in the description. You can find the link to get the Roaming the Now episodes delivered directly to your inbox in the description below. So until our next episode, have fun, live in the present moment, and enjoy Roaming the Now wherever you are in the world. Thanks for catching this episode of Roaming the Now. If you have not already, make sure to like and subscribe. And if you want to discover your unique personality while living abroad, visit quiz.connectwithmarisol.com. And as always, wherever you are in the world, I hope you are enjoying Roaming the Now.